Welcome to the Live to Shoot Podcast. I'm Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for 13 years, and I'm passionate about our Second Amendment rights. In this podcast, I talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, plus I may throw in a sports story or a movie topic as well. This is uh, Sunday, October 4th, and this is episode 41 of the Live to Shoot Podcast. And this week, I will have to say that my family has been under some attack from some spiritual warfare, primarily around our finances. All started Tuesday when I first found out some bad news about one of our cars, which resulted in us making a, a hurried decision to uh, buy a new buy not a new car to us, not a brand new car that my son will end up driving. We are going to have a new Camaro in, in the in the family. Then, following that news, in the same day, I found out that the tenant in our rent house is not renewing their lease. She's been a great tenant for four years, so now I've got to go through that whole process and don't know what it's going to be like to find a new tenant during this uh, time of the virus and such. So we'll have to see how that works out. And then on Wednesday, my wife sends me a picture of where a rock has just shattered through the window of of one of our other vehicles. So it's been a Definitely an, an up and down week. And then as you look across our country, it's just been another crazy week. Things go. So, you know, just a few topics I want to talk about today and not really going to get into the Second Amendment. You know, we've had a few things developed. So first, we'll talk about the debate just a little bit. I didn't watch the debate. I'm not a fan of debates. I don't think they're always very productive. I don't think they change minds too much and they end up frustrating the heck out of me, especially either either the moderator or my candidate or what the opponent's candidate says. Somebody's going to be saying something that to me is just ridiculous and I end up frustrated by it. But it's my wife's time. She loves to watch the debate. She loves those types of things. She's a political junkie. So it was on in our house and so I walked past it a few times. I think there was a few opportunities where President Trump could have uh, got in some comments about a second amendment and make Joe Biden stand up and, and actually express what his stance is regarding the second amendment gun control. He is in most of his other topics, depending on who he's talking to, he placates to their desires. You know, we had, uh, Beto is going to be his gun czar, who has already said that he's going to take away our AKs and our AR-15s. He has selected Kamala Harris as his running mate, who she has openly wanted a gun confiscation. But then he claims that he is a supporter of the Second Amendment. But when you really dig into it, it's usually about the rights of hunters, quote unquote, not necessarily the true Second Amendment support. But I think... Uh, President Trump missed a few opportunities to bring that out and make him actually pick a, side, pick a side because he is trying to placate to all of the people within the his quote-unquote base. And then, you know, it's just the unhinged nature of some of it. And I'm not going to question President Trump and his techniques. He's um, far smarter and far more successful than I have been. And he has his method to his madness. And... It was definitely some madness going on, but definitely uh, did provide, I guess, for good theater. But the more important thing, though, is that came out is just in the last few days that President Trump did test positive for the coronavirus, as well as the first lady. And, you know, that's concerning, uh, especially with the, the president's age. You know, I have 
spoken on here several times and, and publicly to other people that, you know, the coronavirus, you know, to me is not that concerning, not that big a threat. It, the death rate is not much different than the flu, but we have really escalated or elevated it in its severity to, I think, create fear and, you know, lock our country down. And I think it's all political. You know, if you look at the, especially the kids not going back to school, you know, the young people, especially under 20, uh, they have it very little risk at all from the, the virus. But when you get to somebody that's the president's age, 74, there are, it is a little bit more risky. He is, you know, um, in relatively good health. And so far it seems like that he is progressing well, but it just, it brought out the crazies again. So, I mean, immediately people wanted to invoke the second, the 25th amendment that he could not, you know, was not suited to be president that, uh, need to transfer powers to the vice president. Then there are the crazies that said he needed to be dropped from the ballot entirely or replaced because of this of, of a virus, where on the other hand, we've had a, uh, the other candidate has obviously demonstrated that he has decreased mental capacity, but that is not really brought up as a concern to anyone. And then there was just absolute outright haters out there that wanted him to die. And I mean, here, you know, here's some tweets from blue checkmark people, people that have a significant following. Chastity on Twitter, time to die, please. Danielle Moscato, I'm not one to laugh at other people's suffering, but ha 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 ha, burn in hell, you mother. Sean Burns, a nice thing about this is that he's still around to see how happy we're all going to be when he dies. Goldie says, no, but seriously, I hope he dies. Kate Willett, there is joy in life sometimes. Alex Black, just a quick note for support for Hope Hicks and President Trump. I hope they both die. So seriously, who are these people? And, you know, where do they, how do they justify these thoughts. I'm a big fan of, of, of the Dan Bongino show, his podcast. And if you're not um, listening to it or watching it on Rumble, I suggest you do. It's every week, every day. And he has good insights into a lot of things. He has a lot of great guests, including, you know, President Trump, Don Jr., Devin Nunes are on there. Um, but Dan Bongino says, he has a, a saying that the right thinks that the left are people with bad ideas. The left thinks the right are bad people with ideas. And I think that is the, the stark difference between the two ideologies is they literally do dislike us, hate us, hope for us to die. And that is what this election is about. This election is about our own conservative voices still being heard and not being silenced because the left does not believe in free speech. They will shut it down. They will eliminate our voice, eliminate, um, rewrite history. And so again, continue to urge you to get out and vote. You know, the other thing that happened this week is that we've had a few more senators that tested positive for the coronavirus. And so now, you know, that leaves some doubt and some question into the Amy Coney Barrett confirmation. They're going through with the hearings, uh, according to Senator McConnell. 
and hopefully we will still be able to maintain our, our votes and get her confirmed because, again, for our Second Amendment rights, uh, that judge is that judge seat is critical, and it's critical to get it confirmed so that even if we do lose the election, that we, unless we, you know, they decide to quote-unquote pack the court, that we do have a, a conservative majority in the Supreme Court, at least for a period of time, to help potentially defend our, uh, our, our positions. So just my quick thoughts on a few things this week. Please pray for the president and, and, and the first lady as they recover from this virus. I am confident he's going to come out strong. He's going to show the leader that he is and show people out there again that the virus isn't something to be fearful of, that we need to get on. We need to move on with our lives and get this country started again. So as I have been for the last few weeks, I am going to play a few quotes from Joe Biden and what his position is on the Second Amendment. Who in God's name needs a weapon that can handle a hundred rounds? For God's sake. I think we have to, in fact, have universal background checks, eliminate assault weapons as uh, being illegal to be sold or owned in the United States, as well as uh, limiting the number of bullets that can be in a, in a clip to ten. The tragedy that results from the wide and easy availability of guns with firepower that overwhelms our police, of weapons that have, in my view, no place in hunting or sport, and whose only function, only real function, is to kill human beings uh, at a ferocious pace. Was the assault weapons ban effective? It was effective in the sense that there were fewer mass shootings that occurred, so I think it reduced anxiety considerably. gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. Little doubt on where Joe Biden stands on the Second Amendment, even though he continues to claim that he is a supporter of the Second Amendment. But there are his words right there. So get out and vote. We need to win this election. Spread the word. Share this podcast with people. If you like this podcast, um, please subscribe. Rate it five stars if you uh, enjoy it. I'll put my contact information as always in there in the show notes so you can get in touch with me if you need to. And Again, have a great week and hopefully again, continue to pray for the president and hopefully next week we'll have an update on him.